This is The Furnace with John Burton. Hey, guess what? It is radically, extremely, incredibly critical for every Christian in the universe to pray in tongues. Every single one. Everybody. You, me, everybody. Absolutely must. Uh, I can't imagine attempting to get through life without praying in the Spirit, being baptized in power, praying in tongues. Um, and this isn't going to be a comprehensive teaching on this. This is going to be some off-the-cuff um, ideas that uh, are, I believe are, are extremely biblical and legit. Um, but there's a lot of pushback in this area of speaking in tongues or praying in tongues. And I have to stop and I have to think. I'm like, why? You know, because some Christians, boy, they are dogmatic. And they stand opposed to this idea that all Christians are supposed to pray in tongues. And in my mind, I'm thinking, why? 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 I don't get, I don't get it. You know, if someone offers me $10 trillion, um, you better believe I'm going to be thankful for that gift. I'm not going to argue against it, right? Someone offers me a free round-the-trip, around-the-world trip, a cruise, a vacation, I'm going to be very thankful. It's a blessing. Why would anybody argue against this gift of praying in tongues? Like dogmatically, I understand those who might, they have questions. I get that. Well, you know, I, I, they might have questions about, well, I don't know. How do, how do you receive it? I've never received it or, you know, on and on and on. But to be just diametrically opposed to the idea that they are to speak in tongues, I'm not sure where that comes from. Uh, because it is, not only is it a gift that is phenomenal, I mean, otherworldly, life-changing, world-shaking I mean, just rock you to no end kind of a gift, you know, but it's necessary to survive as a Christian. Um, you know, Romans 8, and I've shared this before, but Romans 8, 28, famous verse about all things working together for good, you know, for those who love God and called according to his purpose. But that verse is connected to a preceding truth it's not, it's not disconnected, it's connected. And that truth is that we are weak. And in our weakness, we don't know how to pray. And so there are groans of the Spirit. So it's a manifestation of the baptism of power. Groans, like literal groans. Like audible groans. And praying in tongues. And, and the Holy Spirit prays through us, intercedes through us because we don't know what to pray. We don't know what to do. We're weak, limited, limited in our understanding. So, so uh, it's when we allow God to do that, it's then that all things work together for good because he's, he's in charge. He's giving leadership. He's paving the way. Uh, he's interceding. All of that's in action. If we don't pray in tongues, that's not happening. So that all things working together for good thing just it's not it's not in effect for those who are not praying in the spirit and i mean just you know you can think about this there are many many things in life most every day 
that we don't we don't know how to pray. There are there are certain times in life that are critical moments. Sometimes they are crisis moments. Other times they are catal- catalytic moments, where it's extremely important that we are praying correctly. That we are. And by the way, praying isn't just petitioning, asking God to do to do something. That's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about advancing, decreeing, declaring, praying the Spirit, moving mountains, speaking to obstacles, prophesying, all that kind of stuff. Um, these catalytic or crisis moments in life require that we are functioning in a realm beyond the natural realm. We're functioning in a realm that is beyond um, our realm of understanding, comprehending the situation. We need wisdom to manifest. And again, it's, it's, it's laughable to think that we just throw these prayers up. Okay, God, you take over now, and I'm going to sit back and watch you do it. It's, it's nonsense. We have to be radically, actively engaged in the process if we want to see the breakthrough or the resolution or the protection or whatever needs to happen. And so that's one big, huge issue right there is without praying in tongues, without the groans of intercession, without the Spirit of the Lord praying through us, we don't have the power working in, uh, working through us to get through situations. And there's a lot of people, a lot of Christians that live their entire lives with being ill-equipped, unequipped. Uh, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's really uh, tragic. You know, think of, think of it, think of this also. Um, when people start praying in tongues, other things start ramping up in their lives. For example, the prophetic. They start praying in tongues, the prophetic ramps up, dreams and visions ramp up. If you're not having dreams and visions, if you are not um, prophesying, you're not hearing God's voice, all of this very basic but very, very important elements of the Christian life, you're not in a good place at all. Dreams, visions are critical, absolutely critical. Hearing God's voice, I mean, non-negotiable, has to happen. You know, and so, and then what about, you know, the gifts of the Spirit, words of knowledge and on and on, all of the, all of the various uh, uh, gifts, gifts of healing, and all of these... I mean, are activated by the Spirit of God. And it's when we are praying in tongues and we're praying in the Spirit that we are just, we are in, in alignment with Him. We're in agreement. Uh, everything is being orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. You know, um, then you're talking about, the Bible talks about we edify ourselves when we pray in tongues. And oh, by the way, some of you that are wondering, there are different kinds of tongues. You're thinking about, well, wait a minute. Tongues aren't for everybody. The prayer language of tongues is, is for everybody. That's what I'm talking about today. Now, there's tongues and interpreta- interpretation. It's not for everybody. Okay. Uh, there's there's the, uh, the tongue where it's an actual language, an, un- an, an unknown to you, but a known language. For example, you start praying out and you've never heard that message before, you've heard that language before, but it's Portuguese or something like that. So, you know, that's an example. But the, the, the 
gift of praying in tongues to edify ourselves and to groan in the spirit and all this kind of stuff we're talking about today is for everybody. And so speaking about edifying ourselves, you would think you'd want to be edified, right? I mean, when God edifies, that's a big, that's a big deal. It's a big, big deal. And so when we pray in tongues, we edify ourselves. We're, I mean, we're building ourselves up. Our faith is increasing. Our, our, you know, and, and then you're kicking into these different types of experiences with God and dreams and visions and things like that. There's edification. And so without praying in tongues, you're not going to be spiritually edified. You're not going to be invigorated, right, in that way. And so that's a big deal, okay? Um, you know, churches today very rarely talk about praying in tongues. They very rarely talk about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's, it's, it's uncommon. It's not, it's not the norm today. And there are a lot of, man, a whole bunch of Christians that are just, uh, they're living compromised lives because of this. You know, no one's telling them about this. So now they don't know about this. They're not being taught about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And so they don't know. And so now they're living their, their lives without this unbelievably phenomenal and important gift. And so it's, it, it is. It's a really big deal. It's a really big issue. Um, you know, you can get into, well, what do you need to do to to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. We, I could spend a whole podcast on that. Um, first and foremost, you need to be radically repentant, surrendered. If you're flooding your life with foul language, for example, in movies, media, you got to be kidding me if you think that the Holy Spirit is going to manifest as a language through you. Um you know, so you got you've got to live holy. You've got to live a righteous life, separated, consecrated. It's a big one right there. You know, if you're pumping your life with secular music and don't don't think it's going to be super easy to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. If you've got the worship music going, if you're if you're repentant, if you're living a holy life, if you are hungry, and it's not just a momentary. Let me go to the altar, see what happens, and I'll say a prayer about it at some point later on in my life or whatever. That ain't gonna cut it. You've got to give yourself. And different people receive this gift in different ways. God knows their heart and He knows when they're ready. But man, a lot of people are just not hungry enough. They're not. They're not willing to surrender control. They're not willing to 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 be a spectacle. They don't want. They, they don't want that. And so that's a big deal right there. A lot of people misunderstand their, their, their role. They think that suddenly God's just going to take over. They're going to sit there as an autonomous robot. Is that the right word? Autonomous. Autonom- no, I don't think that's the right word. You get what I'm saying? As a robot. And to where they have no, you know, no input. And all of a sudden their, t- their tongue just starts flapping. That's not how it works. This is, being baptized in the Holy Spirit is all about surrendering control and so you've got to actually move your tongue yourself. And then the Holy Spirit starts to move on you and it just ramps up. Um, you know, so there's all sorts of reasons why, you, you know, your theology might be wrong. You might be convinced that it's not for everybody. Boy, the moment, that, moment you think that, is, it's game over. You ain't going to get it, most likely, right? So th- these are obstacles, at least. And, 
And so, so, but all of this to say, man, oh man, oh man, oh man, go after this gift, pray in the spirit. It's glorious. It's, it's awesome. I mean, the anointing that strikes you when you pray in the spirit, the, the flood of supernatural power, the surge of his presence. I mean, everything that just this otherworldly supernatural stuff that just in a moment's notice, drop of a hat, start praying in tongues, and all of a sudden, zip and zap, and God's moving, and you feel it, and peace floods your soul, and I mean, it's just, it's, it's beyond description. So, yep, do it, go for it, get baptized in power, it's all about power, everybody, of the Holy Spirit, and your life is going to skyrocket into other realms. So, there you have it. Leave me some comments if you can find me on my website. There's a place to do it there on Facebook if you're there. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to The Furnace with John Burton. You can access media, read articles, and partner with the ministry online at burton.tv. And by all means, share this podcast with those who are hungry for revival, reformation, and revolution.